Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. We're on episode 225, My Cry Reached the Lord's Ears. I don't know about you, but that particular phrase just grabbed at my heart. That phrase is contained in verse 7 in 2 Samuel 22. Also in Psalm 18, which is almost exactly the same text. And as we've been walking through for now a year or so, probably, the life of King David, we have walked alongside him during multiple times where he was crying out to the Lord. But in the books of 1 and 2 Samuel, We don't necessarily see or hear those cries that he uttered for help. We may get a snippet here and there, but we don't get the full text. And as I was preparing for today's podcast, and I've been thinking a lot about my own cries to the Lord and the the countless times that I have been pretty much undone, whether it was regarding my own situation or the situation of people I cared about, just the ability to be able to cry out to a God who hears, and not only hears, but responds. He may not respond in the way that we want him to, You know, how many people have cried out to God begging him to save their loved one from death? And that's not how things have have turned out. And it's not that God has not heard your prayer and heard your cry. It's that he's answering it in a way that accomplishes a much greater plan that we can understand this side of heaven. And David, we're in the last bit of his life in the text of 2 Samuel 22, but this psalm was composed sometime around when he was released from or escaped from, finally, King Saul and other enemies. And I thought it might be interesting to go into the book of Psalms and read some of those cries that David uttered to the Lord and just to see how they may help you and I verbalize. Like Sometimes our our cry is literally a guttural scream. And that's fine. Sometimes our cry is going to come in words, though. And sometimes we don't have the words or the words that we feel like we truly need in order to ask God for what we believe would be the best in a situation. So we're going to look at five different psalms that were cries that David uttered either when he was running from Saul, 
when he was hiding in the cave or when he was just dealing with enemies in general. 2 Samuel 22, 5 through 7 is technically our text for this week, even though that truly is just a jumping off point. Last week, we went over the first four verses of 2 Samuel 22. And this week, we read 5 through 7, and then we go into multiple different verses about the fact that God hears our cry, and then we listen to some of the cries by the king slash songbird, David. 2 Samuel 22, 5 through 7, The waves of death overwhelmed me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I cried to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. Just incredibly beautiful words there. But those beautiful words are David's attempt to praise God for the times that he was at his wit's end. And he reached out to the Lord, begging him to intervene. And God did hear him. He may not have responded in the exact way David wanted or at the time that David wanted. Remember, David was on the run for Saul from Saul for about 10 years. And you know that he cried out from probably day one. And we wouldn't have blamed him for that. Our weekly assignment feature is for you to describe a time when the Lord responded to your cry. So I want you to be thinking about that as we look at these verses. Psalm 34, 17 through 18. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Psalm 40, verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me and heard my cry. Psalm 5, 1 through 3. O Lord, hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groaning. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God. For I pray to no one but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. Boy, oh boy, could we just do an entire lesson on Psalm 5.3. What a beautiful sentiment. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. And so join me as we march through David's prayers that include many cries for help, cries for justice, cries for protection, and see if any of these words resonate with you either where you've been previously or where you are today. You may need to just stop this podcast and just get on your face and cry out to the Lord or stand up with your arms raised and cry out to the Lord. And that would be, I I cannot tell you how pleased I would be that that is what God impressed you to do. But if that's not the case, or if you did cry out to the Lord and now you're back listening to the podcast, let's roll through these five psalms, which are songs, where we hear David crying out to the Lord for a variety of different things. 
if I if I'm on my game, I will try to stop and note what he's crying out for. But if not, you can go back and look. We are going to be Psalm 17, 54, 57, 59, and 142. Psalm 17. Oh Lord, hear my plea for justice. Listen to my cry for help. Pay attention to my prayer, for it comes from honest lips. Declare me innocent, for you see those who do right. What's David crying out for? He's crying out for justice. He's crying out for help. Verse 3, you have tested my thoughts and examined my heart in the night. You have scrutinized me and found nothing wrong. I am determined not to sin in what I say. That's one we need to memorize. I have followed your commands, which keep me from following cruel and evil people. My steps have stayed on your path. I have not wavered from following you. I am praying to you because I know you will answer, O oh God. Bend down and listen as I pray. Show me your unfailing love in wonderful ways. By your mighty power, you rescue those who seek refuge from their enemies. Guard me as you would guard your own eyes. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Protect me from evil, from wicked people who attack me, from murderous enemies who surround me. They are without pity. Listen to their boasting. They track me down and surround me, watching for the chance to throw me to the ground. They are like hungry lions eager to tear me apart, like young lions hiding in ambush. David is obviously praying for protection. He is seeking refuge from his enemies under the shadow of the wings of the Lord that he is petitioning. Here we go. Arise, O Lord, stand against them. Bring them to their knees. Rescue me from the wicked with your sword. By the power of your hand, O Lord, destroy those who look to this world for the reward, but satisfy the hunger of your treasured ones. May their children have plenty leaving an inheritance for their descendants. Because I am righteous, I will see you. When I awake, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. If you are in a bind and you are literally looking for God to protect you, physically to protect you or those you love, you may want to take some of the information out of Psalm 17 and apply it to your own situation. Psalm 54 is much shorter. Uh, the information in the header is for the choir director, a Psalm of David regarding the time the Ziphites came and said to Saul, we know where David is hiding. It says, come with great power, O God, and rescue me. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea. For strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God, but God is my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. So what is David crying out for in this case? He's asking God to defend him. He is he is calling on God as his helper. He is asking God to take the plans that his enemies mean for harm and to flip them around. Psalm 57, the header says, Psalm of David regarding the time he fled from Saul and went into the cave. 
and the it's to the tune of do not destroy hunt so it's a serious serious stuff here psalm 57 is an incredible psalm here we go have mercy on me O god have mercy i look to you for protection i will hide beneath the shadow of your wings until the danger passes i cry out to the god most high to god who will fulfill his purpose for me he will send help from heaven to rescue me, disgracing those who hound me. My God will send forth his unfailing love and faithfulness. I am surrounded by fierce lions who greedily devour human prey, whose teeth pierce like spears and arrows, and whose tongues cut like swords. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine all over, I mean, over all the earth. My enemies have set a trap for me. I am weary from distress. They have dug a deep pit in my path, but they themselves have fallen into it. My heart is confident in you, O oh God. My heart is confident. No wonder I can sing your praises. Wake up, my heart. Wake up, O oh lyre and harp. I will wake the dawn with my song. I will thank you, Lord, among the all the people. I will sing your praises among the nations. For your unfailing love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine over all the earth. So in that one, we hear David crying out first and foremost to God for mercy. Then he's crying out for protection. And then he is he's asking God to fulfill his purpose for David. He is he wants God to have mercy on him, not, not just for a selfish reason, but he wants him to have mercy on him so that he can complete what God has called him to do. And then he claims other promises in there. He is, he is in physical danger. He says he's surrounded by fierce lions. Uh, probably not physical lions, but as out of the box as Saul was, it probably felt like it. And David is crying out for protection. Psalm 59, a psalm of David regarding the time Saul sent soldiers to watch David's house in order to kill him. And again, this one's to be tongued to the tune of Do Not Destroy. Rescue me from my enemies, O God. Protect me from those who have come to destroy me. Rescue me from these criminals. Save me from these murderers. They have set an ambush for me. Your fierce enemies are out there waiting, Lord, though I have not sinned or offended them. I have done nothing wrong, yet they prepare to attack me. Wake up. See what is happening and help me. O oh Lord, God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, wake up and punish those hostile nations. Show no mercy to wicked traitors. They come out at night snarling like vicious dogs as they prowl the streets. Listen to the filth that comes from their mouths. Their words cut like swords. After all, who can hear us, they sneer. But Lord, you laugh at them. You scoff at all the hostile nations. You are my strength. I wait for you to rescue me, for you, O oh God, are my fortress. In his unfailing love, my God will stand with me. He will let me look down in triumph on all my enemies. Don't kill them, for my people soon forget such lessons. Stagger them with your power. Bring them to their knees, O Lord, our shield. Because of the sinful things they say, because of the evil that is on their lips, let them be captured by their pride, their curses, and their lies. Destroy them in your anger. Wipe them out completely. Then the whole world will know that 
God reigns in Israel. My enemies come out at night, snarling like vicious dogs as they prowl the streets. They scavenge for food, but go to sleep unsatisfied. But as for me, I will sing about your power. Each morning I will sing with joy about your unfailing love, for you have been my refuge, a place of safety when I am in distress. Oh, my strength, to you I sing praises, for you, oh God, are my refuge, the God who shows me unfailing love. In this situation, again, he is dealing with people who want to take him out. And he is just begging God, to do whatever is necessary, whether he lets them live or he does not. But for God to do whatever is best in order to accomplish his purposes. And he claims that God is his strength, that God is his fortress, that he knows that in God's unfailing love that God will stand with him. And lastly, Psalm 142 regarding his experience in the cave as well. It says, I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before him and tell him all my troubles. When I am overwhelmed, you alone know the way I should turn. Wherever I go, my enemies have set traps for me. I look for someone to come and help me, but no one gives me a passing thought. No one will help me. No one cares a bit what happens to me. Then I pray to you, O Lord. I say, you are the place, are my place of refuge. You are all I really want in life. Hear my cry, for I am very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison so I can thank you. The godly will crowd around me, for you are good to me. So obviously, David is crying out to the Lord. He's crying out for mercy. He's pouring out his complaints before God. He's telling him uh, his troubles. I couldn't help but flash to the song that has the line in it. Uh, tell him all about my troubles. He will hear our faintest cry and he will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayer wheel turning, then you know a fire is burning. You will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Couldn't help it when I came to that part of it. And he's, he's asking for guidance because he's saying, when I am overwhelmed, you alone know the way I should turn. And boy, isn't that the truth? He knows that his enemies have set traps for him, and he is asking God to give him the wisdom that God will look over him. God will work on his behalf. He is calling on God as his place of refuge. And just the center of all, because he says, you are all I really want in life. How convicting is that? Because I, don't, I doubt that any of us will say that God is all we really want in life. But David is saying, hear my cry, for I am very low. He wants rescue from his persecutors, and he realizes that they're too strong for him. You know, sometimes we cry out to the Lord for justice. Sometimes we cry out to the Lord for mercy. Sometimes we cry out to the Lord, calling upon him to be our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. Sometimes we call out to him to be our advocate, to go before us. Sometimes we call out to him to be the wise one, to give us wisdom. The whole idea is crying out to the Lord. 
taking your troubles to him. Well, tell him all my troubles. When you are troubled, even now, do you immediately take it to the Lord in prayer? Or do you take it to Facebook, to text the person in the cubicle next to you? Who, who really hears about your troubles? The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. We can cry out to other human beings, and there's nothing wrong with that specifically. But there's not a whole lot they can do in most cases. And yet, you can cry out to the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, who not only do you, does your cry reach his ears, but he is a God who sees, who knows, who can intervene on your behalf. So I challenge you, describe a time when the Lord responded to your cry. And if you need to stop right now and cry out to the Lord, cry out to him, whether it be on behalf of yourself, whether it be on behalf of another, maybe you need to just beg God to intervene on behalf of somebody you care about who does not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Like that is a cry. That is a cry to the Lord that will reach his ears. But make sure that you have a clean slate before you begin and ask God to search you and know your heart, to test you and know your anxious thoughts, to point out any way in you that offends him and lead you in the way ever way to everlasting life. Start there. Cry out to him. And let's see just what God will do. And then maybe one day you will be able to say as David did in 2 Samuel 22, 7, but in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I cried to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. Dear Father, I thank you so much for the words of David, not only in 2 Samuel 22, where he is looking back on what you had done and just being incredibly grateful that you heard his cry and that you intervened. I thank you for the other psalms, the other songs that David wrote that show us his, his guttural cries at some times for protection, for justice, for refuge, for everything that he needed in order to be able to survive. I pray, dear Father, that if there is any podcast listener today who needs to cry out to you. They may need to cry out to you for the first time in their life, crying out, have mercy on me, I am a sinner. And asking you, dear Father, to forgive their sin, to be willing to accept them in relationship with you, and to choose you as Lord of their lives. What an incredibly 
powerful cry that would be. And you, dear God, would hear them. Or maybe it's a cry on behalf of somebody we know. Somebody who is hurting physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Someone who needs a special touch from the Lord. Or maybe it is somebody who does not in any way, shape, or form believe there is a God. Sometimes our cries are for ourselves and totally appropriate and our own situations, but sometimes we need to cry out on behalf of another. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got information down below in the show notes about the different Psalms that were read. We've got a link to how to start a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. At the very bottom, we've got the QR code that you can scan and get to the complete 225 episodes of the podcast. Again, you can share this podcast. It's free to listen to and it's free to share with others. And I would just say thank you in advance for that. You can also review us on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. And remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day. (laughs) 